I don't cut promos. I talk about wrestling. Talk me up. No, no, no. This is Jay Cal's view. The journey of a journalist. I am Jay Cal. And this past Wednesday night, I drove to Las Vegas, fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, to Sam's Town Live to see the Ring Warriors television taping. Now, Ring Warriors is a not-so-new product that has just got clearance on WGN America. They will start airing on September 15th at 8 a.m. on Saturdays. Uh, I had a chance to actually catch up with one of the owners and a uh, one of the guys on commentary, Larry Branion, um, former NWA World Tag Team Champion. And uh, this is some raw audio we shot after the show in a McDonald's in the casino. A 24-hour McDonald's in a casino. So the audio is a little bit rough, guys. I think the quality in terms of sound isn't going to be great. But I think you'll enjoy it if you can hear uh, Larry and I speaking. There's also uh, surprise appearances by Fred Rubenstein, who is also there. Um, Give it a listen, guys. If you like this, please leave me some feedback. If you have any questions about the NWA, please send them here on Anchor. And I will try to respond to them the best I can. Um, but until then, here, listen to this. There's no feeling of trust Father and Wes, it was wonderful. Father and Wes was excellent. Eli and uh, Hammerstone. I thought that was, that was a great match. match. Really good match. I, I, watching Eli live, his explosion as he goes into moves is phenomenal to me. I've been watching him for a long time. Uh, he used to be in Hollywood yeah. back in the day, and even yeah. before that, he was in a, a smaller indie in SoCal. Yeah. And uh, him and uh, Brian Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, I, love, I work with him in Orlando. They were amazing. Yeah. Just incredible. Just. I'd say Hammerstone impressed me. Yeah. He's added a lot to he, what he does. Yeah, and he. I mean, it wasn't long ago he was. He's put on some masks. Sure. So I mean, he's kind of sure grown as a wrestler. And uh, I liked that he rolled with the punches. They yeah. were calling him uh, Single H. And at first he looked pissed, and then by the end of it, he was rolling with it. I was like, that's great. The guy, yeah. the, the guy that was with me tonight, he, is a, he isn't real familiar with indie wrestling. He's mostly WWE. Yeah. So when he sees this guy and he's like, oh, he looks like Triple H, I'm like, yeah, but he's different. And then you watch him wrestle, and then he even kind of started incorporating some of... Uh, Triple H just moves. It's like that was perfect. See how he comes off the rope through the stomps. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I was like, all right, I see it. Embrace it. There you go. It was a great show. We'll be back when tomorrow. After that, to be determined. Oh, October, October, uh, so tenth and eleventh. So you guys are coming on TV on the fifteenth. WGN at eight AM Eastern. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I guess you've already heard the news. All In is coming on the the first. They're going to be on there, and then in two weeks, you guys will be on. Right. So, All Ends is a one-time deal. Right, right, right. That's right. just for their show, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. great. I think that's awesome. I love it. I think it's a great way to introduce wrestling back to the audience in WGN. Absolutely. Yeah. Hogan's doing nothing. Put it under somebody's management. Otherwise, you're being looked at the same year you looked at a TNA as a poor little rich kid who's a mark. I mean, he can do something. He's got the resources. For Christ's sake. Cool. That's yeah. what frustrates me. Why I put the comments up? Yeah. You wanted it. You got it. 
It's like having the front queen knock on your door and not answer. <laughs> That's a waste. <laughs> So, the last time uh, Ring Warriors ran yeah, was uh, about 2016. Yeah. And before that, there were the TV tapings uh, a few years earlier. Um, what's different now? What sets this this version of Ring Warriors, the continuing legacy from the original? You know, the original. Um, proud of what we did with the original, but the original was it was kind of speculative. I mean, we were trying to make something happen almost exclusively focused on the overseas market. Um, we had a, a good distributor over there, and we, we got some decent distribution. The funny part is, I tell the guys, I'm like, you may not know it, but we actually had a lot of countries where those episodes hit the air and, and did pretty well. Um, the problem is that it dried up as far as profitability goes. It was really tough to make any kind of real money over there. And, uh, you know, one of the things Howard Brody and I had said to go was, listen, man, I, I don't need a hobby. You know, I've got things to do. I did all my time in the ring and wrestling and all that. And I, I got to a point where I was like, if we're not making money and this isn't worthwhile in some capacity, then you know what? I got, I got three kids in life and other stuff to do. I, I'm going to do that. Right. Um, so with the, with the earlier incarnations, we did the different tapings, Miami and Tampa and stuff. It was about putting together the product to give us the dossier to distribute overseas and do some things like that. And it had some success, just as much as we'd like. And it got to the point where it's like, you know what, it's just the, 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 point, the, the return on it is not going to be worth the time invested and the money invested. Right. Um, so we shelved it. We never shut it down. We didn't like say, all right, you know, company's out of business. Like, yeah, decide what it was what it was. The guys that we're doing business with here in this particular, it's a group that we actually talked to four years ago about doing some business together. To be blunt, the offer they put on the table at that time kind of sucked. Yeah. You know, we heard it and it was like, nah, I'm good. You know, I'd rather not do it than do that. Right. And when they came to us this time, they had access to that WGN slot. They knew they wanted to do wrestling. We had certainly uh, had good talks with them before. They liked our product. They liked what we did. So when they came to the table this time, what is speculative? We knew what we were getting into. Right. Um, and then you had the factor of what they put on the table this time was something to where it's like, listen, for the TV product on this particular, what we're producing, they had an ownership stake. Rody and I still own Ring Warriors solely. Right. You know, we... Same percentages, nothing's changed there. We've essentially got a long-term licensing agreement with Boner Genesis and the people involved. We've got a partnership for the actual TV product, and that applies to the WGN product. And also, we will be looking at this thing going overseas. We are talking to distributors over there as well. Um, you know, with wrestling products, secondary markets after the fact. We don't, there is no exclusivity with WGN to where we can't take it and do something different with it afterwards, which is great. Um, so the nice part with this is there's some finality and some known, like, all right, yeah, we know we've got this. And so this is good. So I think the biggest difference is it allows us to book without having to be so speculative as to where it's going to be, when it's going to be, how it's going to be, knowing it's going to air, know the parameters, here we go. So that part's pretty cool because it makes booking it a little bit easier. Right. And I think it also gives us a bar that we can automatically know we have to go for because of the market, the access, and the exposure. 
you know, this is not well, okay, is the only place this thing is going to be seen on these small island nations? Or right. it's like, no, it's on WGM, man. It's, we got to do this right, and if we don't, then you get yucked out of the building right away. So I think that part's pretty cool. Uh, the motivation for the workers, I will tell you, there was times that I felt like with the old product, there was almost a little... I don't know, malaise maybe with, with, with the guys involved because it's like, they're like, all right, yeah, but when and where? And with these guys, they're pumped. They know exactly when this thing's going to be on the air and they know the level of exposure that's there, potentially. And and there are some redundancies in terms of roster. Sure. The guys that were on that show of course. six years ago. Absolutely. And the guys that are here today. Yeah. Was, that was obviously by design, right? Sure. Well, listen, for us, for, for Howard and myself, as we book this thing, as we write it, put it together, and, and have the comfort to throw you know, the storylines in play, you've got to have a certain amount of guys that you've got that intrinsic trust with. So, you know, guys like Chamberlain and guys like Chance Prophet, you know, the Hot Shots and Tarver, you know, and, and several others, obviously. We've got a, it's about a 50 50 split, really, right. with guys that were on the old product and guys that are down here. You know, we've got that group that we kept from last time that we know and trust. Now, you know the funny part, you got a guy like Cahagas. Now, Cahagas, listen, Paul's a good worker. You do a lot of things, been all over the place, the track record. Uh, you know, Paul's a guy, when you go to book him, he's particular about how he's booked and how he's presented and how it looks. Can it be a challenge? Sure. Fox is the same way. Fox is very particular about how he portrayed right Aries oh my god man Aries you know Aries is over the top meticulous about how he's portrayed so it's a challenge but that's I think that's part of the trade off I mean, you can have a bunch of guys that are going to say yeah whatever to whatever you tell them to do and you want to have some of those guys but then you've got guys that yeah they're pretty particular about how you present them and put them out there but they're top guys and they're guys you want to have as a part of your product Hawks tonight man Fox is awesome. He's a, million, he's a million dollar star. He is. And I'm, this is a guy that, he's been at it 19 years. And honest to God, it's been like this continued, steady, slow build. And he just keeps getting better. And, you know, 37 years old, 19 years in the business, and he just keeps getting better. And then you put him in there with a guy like Pop, who's, you know, really a small amount of years in the business in comparison but look at him. I mean, he's just he's out there, and he's just he's the man. He's a savant, you know. Yeah, Cobb he is. Just took to wrestling like that. Oh, he, to me, I, I, what, who was it I compared? I said, I look at Cobb, and it's like Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe had a love child. That's and there he you just go. nailed it. Yeah, and that's who that's who he is, and he's so fun to watch. Great attitude, easy as pie to deal with, but he he can do anything. He can do anything. It's it's kind of funny because a lot of these guys that are here tonight. Are guys that in the last year I've been I've been seen in other places. Yeah, I'm a Southern California guy. Yeah, so these guys are getting booked out here. Luke Hawk has made his return out to SoCal, and yeah. he was out here. Yeah, had a phenomenal match with Brian Cage and Scorpio Sky. Right, and then you got Jeff Cobb, who uh, I watched him last year wrestle. Um, oh gosh, I forgot his name. Um, he does the uh, play-by-play for uh, New Japan. Josh Barnett. Josh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hell of a match, right? Oh, sure. And I, I always thought Cobb was great, but seeing him in the ring with somebody at the level of Barnett just elevated him in my eyes. Yeah. And I'm seeing all these guys kind of come here, and like you said, you got the Aries of the world, you got the Eli Drakes of the world. Yeah. 
how is it managing, and, and you kind of alluded to this, but how is it managing when these guys are also on another broadcasting network, another promotion? Um, how do you navigate those waters? You know what you got to do? This in my personal approach, and it may not be for everybody. Um, when I talked to the guys this morning, and we kind of just, you know, got things going. All right, hey, everybody, you know, let's gather up and talk about the general overview the next couple of days. Hey, you got to tuck your ego aside. Uh, the days of wrestling promotions successfully acting like they're the only thing going and nothing else is happening, if you're still trying to take that approach, you're a fool. You can't do that. We live in an information age. Everybody's aware of what all these guys are doing all the time. We all know that. Yeah. So don't try to pretend that these guys don't have histories and track records elsewhere because they do. Yeah. They do. So let's start with that. You know, Aries tonight coming out and doing the stuff that he did. He's got, you know, and, 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 you know, He's acknowledged, we're acknowledging he's the impact champ. And that's fine. That's okay. It doesn't hurt our brand. You know, impact's been up and down as far as their how people perceive them. Right. But right now they're on a little bit of an up, I think. I think they're being perceived better. Yeah. There's some good exactly. things going on there. It doesn't hurt us to acknowledge that. That's okay. Um, the other thing, and I think this is the most important I gotta look at the talent roster that I trust, that I have faith in. And when we go to put it together, yeah, from a TV organization perspective, I've gotta have firm times plugged in. We gotta make it all slot and fit right. That's a given. That's part of the part of the deal. But I've gotta be able to say, all right, Luke, Jeff, you guys, you got 15 minutes. Your main event, you got 15 minutes. This is where I needed to get to. Get it there. I can't come in and micromanage their match. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I've got to allow them to be them. I've got to allow them to go do what they do that makes them special. One of the things that frustrated me when I was wrestling, you know, whether it was indie stuff or, you know, we'd go work for WWF and do that. You know, and you would watch some of the guys that were studs on the indies and they got their break. They got a contract. They got signed. They took them to Ohio Valley. And, and you would see them take some of these guys that made their reputation for being these amazing daredevils doing these crazy things, and then they take them to Ohio Valley and they neuter and spam. Right. And they, they right. tried to make them fed workers. Right. And that's what they did. It's no different here. I can't bring in these guys that do these amazing things that have built their reputation and ask them to do something different. I've got to let them be them. That's why they're here. So... I try, when we're putting together a roster, I do my best and try to put together a roster of guys that, whether I know it directly or through people that I trust in opinion, they have a rep of being good pros, solid locker room citizens, and guys that you can trust to do the right thing and get the match and the show over while still being themselves. So to me, I think that's the key. A little trust, a little faith, book smartly where you've got the right people in place that you can do that with. I think you're okay. So, the other the other dynamic that you're facing now, in 2018, it's different than 2016, right? The landscape for wrestling has changed significantly. Huge. Because you, have, you still have one Goliath sitting there on top, but I don't think there's an exact number two anymore. Probably it feels not. like there's half a dozen promotions ready to be considered number two. Right. I mean, yes, you have Ring of Honor working with New Japan. Yes, you've got Impact, who seems to be working with a lot more companies now. Sure. The whole landscape has changed. How are you guys going to make Ring Warriors different from everybody else? Well, I'll tell you what I think. I think a big weapon in our uh, arsenal right now 
you know, we've got a willingness to play ball with some other promotions. We're not going to act like other promotions don't exist, okay? Now, doesn't mean that I want to go stick in everybody's belt and everybody's champion on my show and talk them up. No, I don't want to. We're going to be selective about it. You know, um, in fact, no problem. Uh, Ring of Honor, yeah, if, if the opportunity presented itself, and we have a friendly relationship with some of the people in their office, if the opportunity presents itself for us to do something crosswise that works and makes sense, absolutely, no problem, happy to do it. Um, there's some other companies out there, I, you know, Joe Cabibo that runs PCW Ultra. Uh, Ultra's a good promotion, they do some good stuff up there. Fairly regional right now, but it's some top talent, and they do a damn good job. Joe, I've known for years, Joe. Excellent creative mind. Great. Joe's a guy that when he was 30 was ahead of his time as far as his thinking goes. He would recognize talent that was young and undiscovered and he saw something and he was right almost all the time. He still has that. I trust his judgment. So Joe's a guy that if the right opportunity presented itself, I'd work with a PCW Ultra a little bit. Now, our big thing that we've got that's going to make us different is that with our access on regular TV and we know that now there's streaming shows and fight TV and all, and there's a lot of cool ways to see a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's still, if you've got that access that through cable or satellite, you're on 80 plus million homes, that's putting you in a different stratosphere as far as access and availability and where people can see you. It's how you're perceived. And if we can manage to put on a consistently strong, solid product that people want to watch, and we've got that platform to work off of, we have a leg up. Now, that's that's another great kind of point to this. You guys got on WGN, and, and no disrespect intended whatsoever, but you guys came out of nowhere with that. Sure we did. I mean, it's literally like you pulled, like, a magic card out and played it. Yep. And now you've got a national network. Yep. How'd that happen? Or is that a... Is that a trade secret that you can't talk about? It's not even a trade secret, man. I mean, you know, we, 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 we got, for us, people that we had talked about doing some business with before had a strong relationship there. They, they put together a deal that made sense for everybody involved, WGN, themselves, and ultimately us. And it was, it's, it's literally a case of right place, right time, right relationships. That's all. There was a slot, it was there, a deal was worked out, came together. WGN has shown increasing interest in having some wrestling on its television. And the people that we got on board with, with having that access to the slot, they wanted wrestling on that product. You know, they, 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 that was, they, they knew they did. And we had made a good impression on them when we first started talking about doing business four or five years ago. Yeah. Just fortunately, that kind of came back around, really. Did the Tribune merger, uh, the potential merger with Sinclair, did that play any kind of role in this? Like, did it? Could that? Could that have had that gone through? Hurt you guys? Because sure. I could have. Because I mean, let's say you know we know you know Sinclair, Ring of Honor, that whole deal. And um, is that something that ultimately you know could could Ring of Honor feasibly find their way onto that depends on how all that winds up yeah sure of course they could you never say never yeah but I mean there's a lot of stations that air more than one wrestling show yeah a lot of stations that air more than one wrestling show so hey you know mad respect for Ring of Honor I love what they do they do great things and they, uh, they've earned their way I mean they came up as an upstart with nothing they've just worked they've persevered they've gotten through and they're a recognized name brand now that's respected 
So I don't know what's going to happen there, if anything. You know, they've got access on all their St. Clair affiliates, and they do all the stuff that they do. I don't know what will happen there eventually. Um, but I there's there's certainly room for more than one. Um, I'm looking at, if nothing else, even if something happened with Sinclair, that merger happened, and all of a sudden they got very possessive and very, well, this is our brand, we own this brand, this is the only brand we want to use. The deal that we've got guarantees us a certain amount of time. So even if it's even if it's something where they gotcha. decide to move on, we've got a good set amount of time to establish what we're doing, put some quality stuff together, and really firm in that name brand and say, hey, you know, we, we're legit. What we're doing is legit. It's legit talent. It's a legit show. It's got the right look. It's got the right presentation. There's nothing Bush League about this. That's our objective. Put together a badass show that people want to watch with working with the assumption that our current situation is just going to manifest and continue to grow. But if we do our job right, even if something changes with that situation down the road, however that all ends up in Sinclair and stuff, we've still got a product that's in demand and we've got access to get it on somewhere. So, but right now, the relationship's cozy, it's good, I'm ecstatic with it. Sky's the limit. And this is the home for Ring Warriors, Samstown, or is this just a spot right now you guys are taking right, at? Right now it is, we like it, I love the setup of the building. Uh, it, it's, it's good for where we're at right now. Will we grow to a point where we need something bigger someday? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'd be great. I'd yeah. love that. But you know what? They're very hospitable here. They take good care of us. The facilities are right. The setup is good. Uh, I like that we split the, the, the entrance. It gives us a little bit of a different look than the other companies that yeah. come in here. They'll let us put our own little unique stamp on Samstown, which was cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm really enjoying that. But, you know, it's a good fit for us right now and for the foreseeable future. We'll see where that goes. The guy that I was here with, he, that was one of the first things he noticed. He's like, oh, wow, split entrances. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. That's yeah. like taking it back to like a, like something how Impact different. used to be, right? Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. And, and, and Old school. to your point, something different. And uh, it's one of the things we were discussing. Well, how do you make a wrestling promotion successful 2018? Be different. Let's not forget. Wrestling has changed. Wrestling has evolved. But wrestling is a business that forever has liberally borrowed from its past. Oh, for sure. And it's no different now. You can still take old storylines, old angles, old setups, old presentations, repackage them a little bit, take that old school feel, but bring the new school to it. Right. And I think that's ultimately what we're trying to go. I think tonight was a good start. I like what I saw. Um, wasn't perfect, but it's good. And it's, it's just going to – it'll only get better. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody who's starting TV, you're going to have growing pains. Absolutely. I, I don't think that's yeah. – I don't think that's uh, – Growing, you walk, you walk. Right, yeah. right. But I'm – good first night. For first night? Good first night. night. I thought it was good and smooth. The best yeah. is yet to come, you know. It, it ran smooth in the back. There were a couple glitches. But that's going to happen even with WWF. Right. Just got to iron it out. Technical glitches. But we'll fix it because it's more than wrestling. It's ring work. This is the amalgamation of two great minds. You said Larry Brennan, Larry Brennan and Howard Brody. People who not only know the business, but people that genuinely love the business. It's not here just to be a cash cow. It's here to give dignity, give these young people a chance to hone their skills. The talent that we had tonight was hand-picked. 
it was a blend of established people and people who will be nurtured under the Ring Warriors brand, given incredible exposure, running in Indy in some one zip code town or work in front of 85 million people. That's what this is about. It's a great access, man. It's, it's, it's a great platform, and I think that's I think that's something's going to be good for us as we move ahead too, because this is going to become a place that hey, listen, man, I you know they run a good show, the talent they bring in is good, and it's, it's a good environment, and yeah, man, I'm getting seen by everybody. I mean, as a wrestler, you get annoyed when you get promoters that try to play the exposure card and use that to get you to come in for you know a hot dog and a handshake. Yeah, but on Literally. the flip side. You know, treat them like professionals. Treat them well. Give them input treat them well. What doing. Let them let them have some input on what they're doing, and put them on a platform where they get to be seen like mad and exposed. Like now, people know who you are. That's that's a that's a recipe that very few, if any, wrestlers can resist. You know, they they want that. We all want that. So I, you know, I think I think it's a home run in that regard. I think it's going to give us a great opportunity for, but uh, I think it's going to give us a great opportunity for some growth. Uh, my intent, personally, there'll be some staple guys that you'll see pretty much every time we open the door, and that'll change here and there, of course. But I want a little bit of a territory feel to it. You know, I, I like the notion of having some guys come in and do a, a six, seven, fourteen week run, and then move on. Go, you know. Slide down the road, go do your thing, and, 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 and mix it up a little bit. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I think sometimes guys that have been, you know, in the same spot for years and years on end becomes too stacked, becomes too stale to the point where they come up and be like, oh, God. You know, you have to mix that up a little bit. Use people creatively. Get them in, get them out, bring them back down the road. I couldn't agree more. I yeah. mean, um, it's when that guy's been around for too long. You know, uh, what's the old saying? You always want to leave them wanting more. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, that's very true for wrestling. It's, I think that's the one thing that was I probably missed more. And my in-ring career was certainly after the territories, per se. But I was around it enough. And I mean, I, I broke in setting up and breaking down rings in the old Florida territory in the mid-'80s when I was a 14-year-old kid. Yeah. And I saw it firsthand. And I saw when Wahoo McDaniel would come in and do a hot shot for four weeks and then disappear. When Junkyard Dog would come down and do six weeks, take off. Brody would come down for two weeks and disappear. And you saw that how it worked. And it was like you saw the difference in the houses and the excitement because it was was an attraction. It was special. And listen, who would I be to sit here and argue that the, the national model that got created by Vince where they had that permanent full-time national roster and not a whole lot of movement most of the time. Uh, I'm an idiot to sit here and try and criticize and say it doesn't work because it very obviously does. But I think there is a big segment of fans that likes that change. They like that intermixing that you got a guy in, he's there, he's around, he's a presence and he's gone. And he comes back. And it makes it special when he comes back. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, So I like that and I, I intend for us to have that. I think one of the things we're doing is we put together our storylines is trying to make sure that our storylines are ones in which we can tell our story in six, seven, 12, 14 weeks and have some flexibility though. I don't want to be married to something for six months. I really don't. 
I think one of the things that made those uh, Monday Night Wars so successful is just what you said. Who's going to show up where? You never know. You never know. All of a sudden, you got Lex Luger back on Nitro. Yeah. A couple weeks later, you got Hall and Nash. Yeah. Months later. Yeah, man. And that was, uh, I think that was good for the business at the time. And I think having those guys locked up under contract is good for, like you said, one model. Yeah. But being able to have that influx of talent, yeah. guys coming and going, I think that really does benefit the audience. I told these guys tonight, man, I, you know, or this morning we were talking earlier, I said, listen, I, I, yeah, I would love to be in a spot where I could afford to lock you down and pay you and say, you don't work for nobody but us, and here's the money to make it worth your while. That'd be great. But honestly, I want flexibility. I want the ability to change things up. Quite frankly, there's times you're going to bring somebody in, you're thinking you hit a home run, and you come in and you realize you laid an egg. And I don't want to be married to that for six months or a year. If, if, if something ain't working, move on. You know, let's not, let's not cloud our airwaves with something that's just not getting over, not being well-received, or whatever it might be. Uh, be flexible. Be ready to work. And that's what this gives us an opportunity to do. So I'm pretty excited about that. And how many people are going to aspire to join this company his phone's going to ring off the hook. He's going to have more oh, videos than Best Buy because people are going to be excited. This is a stepping stone. It's a gateway to the big time. That's what you used to have in the territories. And Ring Warriors, the philosophy is elementary, my dear Watson. When the viewer has the answer, Ring Warriors changes the question. That's what keeps it fresh. It's a new form of paper when you look and analyze it. The best we can. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough in this day and age to be too covert. I mean, you know, I mean especially when you're taping stuff seven mm-hmm. weeks at a time, right, six, right. seven weeks at a time. And, uh, you know, the reality of would I love it if, like, spoilers didn't emerge from this? Well, sure. Is that going to happen? Obviously. And, and, and that's okay. I'm, I want to put together a good television product that makes people want to watch it anyway. Because that's, at the end of the day, where they're entertained. You know, people may have the information up front. It's okay. I mean, it's a part of the game. Uh, we're, we're certainly not in a position, nobody's in a position to be able to weekly go live and, and do week at a time. It just can't. So we'll do it the way we do it. We'll put on a hell of a show. We'll make sure it keeps getting better. And even if the people know what's going on, make it a product they want to watch. So was there anyone tonight who blew you away? Eli Drake. Eli Drake. Eli Drake. Eli Drake. Eli Drake blew me away. And among many others, but... Eli Drake, that's really the most up close and personal I've watched him work. And the partner threw me with Drake more than anything when I watched his explosion as he went into maneuvers. I would watch him where he would, he would, you know, he'd go down, he'd take a bump, and, you know, he'd, he'd get backdrop, and he'd get, you know, something happened, he took a bump. And to watch him transition, get up and go, and watch him accelerate into what he's going to do, his athleticism was just impressive. That guy... Drake is money. I mean, he can talk, looks good, strong guy, can wrestle, can fight, got charisma. Drake's a guy that in my book, and yeah, you know, he's a good heel. We've seen that. I think mean, Eli Drake would be phenomenal baby face if that's the direction someone wanted to take it. Versatile, he can do it all. Hammerstone impressed the hell out of me tonight with his growth, with what he can do. Like you Darwin. Tarver, Tarver was fantastic. Um, I, I just some of the little things. I, you know, I went, 
Yeah, well, yeah. I, I love Wes. I love Wes. The chemistry between those two in that match. My God, good. It just flowed like Niagara Falls. And listen to the crowd, which is what we're here to do. Sure. Is excite the crowd under the Ring Warriors banner. And we did it. Al Chamberlain. Al Chamberlain tonight. I loved him. Yeah. Al, my complaints are that I, I used to always thought Al worked a little light. I always thought he looked a little bit light. Not only did he change that, I mean, you know, same thing. Man, his stuff looked like it had intent. When I watched him, anything he did, it looked like, you know, really bringing it. And he finally learned how to work like a baby face. Oh, yeah. He sure. really knows how to work like a baby face now, which is awesome because that's, he's a good-looking guy. He's got the right build, the right look. He's got that smile. But we can never really – I used to say to my he's Lance Storm. Looks like a million bucks can do anything you want him to do in the ring, but there's just something missing. It wasn't there. I watched him tonight come out, and I've been saying, I said, well, we're going to take another attempt at, you know, see if we can get Al over as a good baby. He's going to be fine. Look great, man. Look great. Did it well. I agree. So I saw a lot of things I liked. The girls, man. Uh, Desi Dorada. She's only two years in. I love her look. I love her talent. I love her athleticism. She's going to grow. She's got a lot. You know, she's, she's still pretty new. I love what I see out of her. Savoy. Savoy, I just, I like her whole approach. I really do. You know, Santana, Santana, she's, she's great. She's right. consummate baby face. Uh, you know, I, I really, I saw a lot of good things in general. I just saw, I, 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 I please, just please. What did you think of um, Alice in Danger? I, I mean, let me just throw my two cents. I thought she was phenomenal. She's amazing. I sat there with the guy that I was with. He's like, so she's the hill, right? I go, yeah, yeah, she's the hill. He, and he goes, does she wrestle? I go, you know what? I don't think she needs to. Not anymore. No, I don't think she needs to. She, she was getting heat ringside. She's, she's awesome. Yeah. And I, we've known, we've known we've her for years, years and years and years. We used to love her to death. Great, great girl. Loves the business, probably to a fault. Yeah. Um, and she's just, she's such a, I, I told her backstage, we come out and she, she came up, she, I, I looked at her, I said, dude, you're, you're, two matches, one night, the faction's already over like a mother. Great. I said, you guys are heels, you guys are dastardly, underhanded, nasty, butt kicking. I loved it. I loved it. I thought, I just, I, fantastic. Loved what they did. And your guys' return date is October... 10th and 11th. 10th and 11th. 10th and 11th. And is that the plan going forward every other month? 28th and 29th of November after that. That'll be the last. We'll have two more this year, and then we'll have one getting into the early part of next year, and that'll be the, the fourth. Cool. Thank you for your time. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Hey. Anytime you want to talk. Was he better than Brody? Probably. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Probably. Ain't nobody